Hello and welcome back to Naked and Real with the Rev. Today's topic is Amusement by Reverend Teresa Heipel, Master of Divinity with Counseling Ministry. Amusement is a feeling of delight at being entertained. We attend sporting events to be entertained and to enjoy ourselves relishing in what could be a historic event. We don't know what to expect when we get to the stands and watch the game. We know that one team will win and the other will not. We know the sense of victory and the sense of defeat. When you go to see a movie in a theater, you have a huge screen in front of you. Depending on the type of movie, you could actually have the feeling of being in the movie, while other times you are watching a horror flick and you are scared out of your wits. The thrill of the danger and being scared is why you attend a horror flick. Sometimes you might see a romantic comedy. Boy meets girl girl meets boy, they fall in love, they have drama in their lives, and they see how the relationship's going to work out. There's conflict just like any relationship, but especially poignant in marriage. In the end, they do get together, and we leave with the feeling that they will live happily ever after, just like the fairy tale books. In real life, we know that marriage is hard work. Two different people from different backgrounds and traditions comes together to be united. There will always be issues in relationships between people because they are different than the other, and while different, it doesn't have to be a breaking point for divorce. We need to calmly sit down and talk. If you are prone to arguing, never argue in the kitchen. Why? There are many weapons in the kitchen, knives, scissors, and so on. In your sane mind, you would never use those instruments but when your partner hits you where it hurts, and it may not be physically. And if you have been together long enough, you know where those spots are in a person. You hit a low blow to your partner. You are angry and feel justified. This is definitely not amusing. Marriage is not all about amusement and being entertained. It is hard work. Some get divorced, some are widowed, some both. It doesn't matter where you are in life. We can always look back with wonder and be amused as to how we chose a certain person, whether we are married for 60 or more years together or live together for four years. Neil Donald Walsh stated in one of his many Conversation with God books that a long marriage is not necessarily a successful marriage and a short marriage is not necessarily an unsuccessful marriage. He states that when we learn what we need to learn about ourselves in that relationship, we are free to move on. Of course, there is satisfaction in a longer marriage of feeling more secure and sharing your lives together for the long haul. Some of us live well with one spouse until death do us part, and others of us don't live well with others for the long term. It all depends on the person. Neither of them is wrong, but it is amusing to see who sticks and who doesn't. The ones you think will live like the fairy tales happily ever after are the ones that usually don't last. The ones where you might be iffy about their situation may have more grit and determination and make it work, and they are the ones that look like they are living living happily ever after. One time my mom and I were talking, and when we are at a mall and sit down on a bench, we like watching people. What are they like? What are they looking for at the mall? What are their lives like? What makes them tick? 
What makes them get out of bed in the morning? What gives them joy? These are all questions you should be answering also. When you know what you are like, what you like to look at the mall, what your life is like, what makes you tick, what makes you want out to get a, a get out of bed in the morning and love it, and what gives you joy, you will know more about yourself than many other people know about himself or herself. It is amusing to think about how our lives have changed throughout the years. People look at me and tell me I have an interesting life. I choose to have experiences that many don't. Not because I am rich, but because I have a plan and I know what I want to experience. I have plans to visit Russia and Ukraine in a few years and have taken some Russian language learning lessons that I had to stop because of the way the economy is right now. And I don't know where my money is going to come from in order to continue. Learning is amusing. I am on a constant quest for learning new things. I have several books beside me to read. They are all on very different subjects. It is fun to read and explore places and thoughts that are not my own. That is how we broaden our knowledge and be amused for a small amount of money. With our stay-at-home or stay-in-place orders, we sometimes wonder what we can do. Perhaps your library has ebooks you can check out and read online. That is one way to keep reading if you don't have any books you want to read from your own bookshelves. Another form of amusement is music, from musical concerts from classical to rock to country and rap to listening to music, whether on an 8-track. Actually, does anyone have those anymore? I'm dating myself. A cassette tape, a CD, MP3, or anything downloadable. There are messages that come through on the music. There are two types of music, programmed and non-programmed. Programmable music is music that has words. Non-programmed music is music without words. Think of Beethoven's symphony. When we hear that, we know what that piece of music is. When we listen to rock or pop rock music from our childhood, we experience the same type of amusement and feelings that we did when the song was new on the radio so many years ago. Now that we are sheltering in place, families are getting out the board games and spending time together. One board game that I enjoy but have no one to play with is called Cashflow 101. The game teaches you how to use a balance sheet, income statement, and teaches you how to handle money. If I had the opportunity to talk to a teacher who teaches about money and jobs and careers, I would tell them to invest in this game and have their students play it. It's a fun way to learn things that are useful in life. When you start the game, you draw a card. This card tells you your profession and gives you your expenses and your income. You record all these figures on your balance sheet and income statement. This is your cash flow statement. On the board are cards for doodads, which are the one-time expenses that come up. Buy a new water heater, buy a flat screen TV, buy a fancy meal out, those type of expenses. Then there are the small deal cards and the big deal cards. Small deal cards are deals such as buy stock for $5 a share. And another card you or someone else draws may say you may sell all stock at $40 a share. Or you could buy a house for cash flow. The big deal cards are buying apartment buildings or small business. As you progress in the game, you land on the squares that will tell you what you are dealing with. There are also payday squares. When you pass one of these, whether or not you land on it, you get paid the difference between your income and expenses. As you have passive income, you add that to your income statement and get paid for that every time you pass a payday square. There's also a square for a baby. 
When you land on this, you record a child and end expenses, and your income goes down. This is true to life. The max number of children in this game is three. As we find out in the game, children are expensive. The object of this game is to get more passive income, rent from property, money that you don't have to work for, than your expenses. When you do that, you will be able to get out of the rat race, which is the inner circle that you start in, and then you move to the outer circle of the game, and now you are buying businesses and making major cash flow. And you also put uh, a token on a dream that you have. So you can say, well, I want to go to Acapulco and spend the number of dollars, whatever it is. I mean, there's different squares depending on what you want to accomplish. So once you're making major cash flow, when you add $50,000 a month cash flow, you win the game. Once you conquer that, then you can graduate to cash flow 202. And this is all about stocks and options, which I have not played much. So I can't tell you too much about that game. But there are many ways in which to amuse yourself. If you have no ambition or are extremely tired, you may amuse yourself by simply watching television. There are some really good shows on but most of them I find are repeats. However you find amu amusement, allow yourself to be amused. It makes the day and every day a joy. Questions for you. What are you doing at this time in our world's history to find amusement? What amuses you? Do you find amusement in your children? Are you finding amusement in the television shows and movies that you watch? If you can find amusement at some point in your day, you may be more prone to anger. Find out more about anger in the next installment. And if you enjoy this series and you enjoy this, you may go to Amazon.com and in the search, write Naked and Real with the Rev, and all of my ebooks will pop up and you may purchase any or all of them. Thank you for listening and have an awesome day.